stuck in your venture, feeling isolated as an entrepreneur and know that you can be making and doing more? Whether you're a nooks and cranny entrepreneur or full on, this podcast offers quick, actionable tips and tricks for new and emerging entrepreneurs to move your business venture forward and make more dollars out of sense. Guided success for entrepreneurs with your host, Sheila T. Welcome to Guided Success for Entrepreneurs with Sheila T. Last week, we talked about how to get to the point in time where you need to hire a Cynthia and a simple way to begin. And this week, we're talking tools and resources. This is such an important topic and one I continue to learn, hone, and experience. It seems entrepreneurs will either grab onto, buy, invest, and import every single tool they remotely think will assist them in their business, or do almost none of that. Not a lot of in-between, and it's driven by where you are in your business. I gotta tell you, one of my first really painful lessons on investing in tools and resources that I actually didn't need was my first foray into franchise ownership. Now, I'm not saying that franchises aren't a good idea because many are. However, it is typically a large investment of money up front, time and resources, and the evaluation of a franchise goes far beyond examining the what used to be called the franchise offering circular and is now the franchise disclosure document and having an attorney review all the documents and all the other checklist items. So I'll tell you, when I was evaluating my own business, part of my thinking was to look at franchise opportunities as the core work is done. Your process, your procedures, sometimes your marketing, sort of everything's in a nice, pretty box with a bow. All your operational components in many cases are covered also, and your materials are developed for you. So in my case, uh, many years ago, I was looking at recruiting franchises. I had, at that time, 15 plus years of experience under my belt in sales, operations, management, side hustles. And part of driving my decision was why recreate the wheel when it's done for me? If I don't need to recreate something that's already out there, then I shouldn't. So I didn't need to validate or create all new materials and all the work that comes along with what I perceived as starting my own. You know, this would be provided by a franchise and I could simply focus on the selling. What I discovered is that not only were there ongoing fees in addition to my buy-in, royalty, and lease fees, but more. And I had very little control over how I conducted my business. I was sort of in a box, if you will. And still all of that would have been okay. But in the end, in this situation, I could have easily crafted my own materials and they would have been better, more realistic for my clients and reflected more of me and my why. And the cost would have been a fraction of what I invested. I lost a lot of money on that deal, and I recognized that I was not getting a lot of value or what I paid way too late in the game. The biggest mistake is I doubted my ability to create the business on my own. I was so fearful that I would fail without support. Now, I don't mean completely alone. You always need resources, but I didn't need a franchise for what I wanted to accomplish and certainly didn't need to spend what I did. So the lesson here is before you invest heavily in a resource or tool that has a hefty price tag, 
Dabble on your own with less investment up front. It allows you to get creative on your own, test your ideas and products on your own, and with less cash up front. And often you are following someone else's why when you franchise, license, etc. So it's possible that a franchise could align with your why, but often it's someone else's why that you're following. So, okay, that's a potential avoid at all cost example, or at least strike out on your own and test first. Now, there are tools that you need within your business, almost regardless of the type of business you have. One is definitely email, specifically the capturing of email and contact information. Now, you might be thinking that's so old-fashioned and heading out, and that's just not the case. It's still a staple and a tremendous way to share with your audience what you do have, what you're offering, and another way to provide value. The reason email is still a solid tool in your toolbox is even if you're on social media and have engaged Facebook groups and all the like on Instagram, you still need to capture those individuals' information outside of that social media to keep and market on a consistent basis. Again, sounds simple, right? But here's the rub, and perhaps you've been down this road. There are so many choices for email marketing, and you do want a platform that will be intuitive, allow for easy editing, templates, automation, and more. And some of these that you probably are familiar with are like Constant Contact, MailChimp, FireDrum, Campaigner, there's a plethora more. I do have a preference for FireDrum as they're local to the Arizona market, and I really love supporting local. They're very user-friendly and they're affordably priced. And here's where you may want to put a bit of the research in depending on your business and what you plan to offer or what you do offer. For example, if you are providing digital courses, memberships, seminars, or the like, you know, we're all in this digital phase now. It's a different, it's a different form of business. So you may want to look like at an all-in-one platform that offers structure, delivery, sales funnels, website, and way more than that. Uh, And that might be more in line with what you're thinking. And these are the like Kajabis, Podia, Selful. Again, there are many, many more. Uh, and then there are others that are targeted just for social media, like Hootsuite, uh, TweetDeck, and pure marketing solutions like uh, Infusionsoft, Marketo, HubSpot. There's a ton. Uh, these start to get specific, and I encourage you to look at an all-in-one that will meet your initial needs and not break the bank. As you get more sophisticated or you have a team to hire to manage some of those specifics, I'd stick to a good basic tool in the meantime. I recommend Kajabi in this area as it's what I use and it covers a lot of the basis and doesn't break the bank. And anyone can get in there and create something pretty easily. So let's go back for a moment to email or specifically capturing your audience information. After all, this is really what we want to connect to our ideal customer and provide value and offer what we have that is a perfect fit for them. You might be looking at providing content, whether a blog, a podcast, newsletter, article, or helpful tips in social media, whatever that is, you want to be able to capture those that are interested in what you're delivering. 
So make sure that you have a tool that allows you to craft a call to action. We call it a CTA. It's an avenue to collect their name and email at a minimum and with proper permissions so that you can give them all your goodies because they're waiting for you to show up. So if you're just starting your business, know that you don't need all the bells and whistles to begin, just some basics, and you can grow your tools as you grow your business. For those of you that might have brought everything that crossed your desk, uh, I did that in the beginning, this is a good time to evaluate perhaps where you have some overlap, evaluate if all those tools are working for you, meaning are you getting what you need from them? Are they capturing your audience information? Are they delivering the messages? Are you getting an ROI on those things? Or if you need to upgrade to an all-in-one that will better meet maybe all of your needs. You'll likely find some savings in there as well when you evaluate. Now, I do have a few recommendations since I've mentioned a few of these things. Uh, For those of you that are considering beginning a podcast, I recommend Buzzsprout. Not only because it's who I use, uh, but you can start with them at no cost. And as you grow, you can upgrade. They offer a fair amount of extras for the free membership. So you really don't need the paid membership in the beginning. It's very affordable if you do want to look at a paid membership. And when you follow the link in the show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and you get a $20 gift Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. Of course, the other one I mentioned was Kajabi, and that's for its amazing and truly all-in-one platform offerings. You know, digital is here to stay, as I've mentioned, and Kajabi helps you do that with quality and integrity to stand apart. And for those of you who are jumping into the digital course space, you've heard me talk about this on Facebook. I highly recommend Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy. This is the course that really walks you through the A to Z and creating a stellar course, just like a pro. And of course, not to miss, Financial Roadmap for Entrepreneurs course is open and waiting for you. If you were thinking during this podcast, I don't even know how much I have for resources or where to begin, this course will have you going from feeling overwhelmed in your business to confident in your ability to evaluate profitability and obtain revenue goals by identifying the what and how many in your business and experience expanded income and business growth with confidence in your business future. Of course, I've put all these resources in the show notes should you like to check them out with all the convenient links for you. I thank you for joining me and I can't wait for next week where we're covering revenue recovery. What are you doing to ensure revenues coming in now and in the future? I'm Sheila T and until next time, wishing you a fabulous week.